Welcome to episode 46 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Hello everyone, I'm Hector. I'm here with my tag team partners, Mark and Raymond. Hola. Welcome back, guys. It's good to be back. <laughs> Week and a half. A lot yeah. of stuff going on. Both of you guys attended the Royal Rumble. Very yeah. cool. And we ran into each other, too. Very cool. Yes, it's the first time seeing Mark in person. They, 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 well, I should just ask um, Raymond straight up. Did you behave, Raymond? Not really. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he didn't cause any commotion. You know what it is? Even if there was a ruckus, we were so far from, from, the, from, the, from the ring. We were like 50 miles away, so it, it, no one would even notice. <laughs> gotcha. So let, let's go straight into it. Um, since you guys were there live, I, I mean, I, I watched it on TV. I, I enjoyed it, but since you guys were there live, you got to feel the excitement and all the electricity and so on. Um, what what were your thoughts, your feedback about it? I really enjoyed the show. I thought it was a really good show. Uh, entrances of Jade, CM Punk, Cody, and others, of course. Um, the crowd did go crazy. I, I was reading online that some people say, well, isn't it a good Royal Rumble? Or the crowd was dead. I don't know about Mark could agree or disagree with this, but I found it to be a very live crowd. So I don't know if that got translated into the TV. So I started watching the Rumble um, on Peacock the other day. I, I only got past, only got through the women's Rumble match. So it's weird because we it was loud for us. Like you know, I mean, the place was booming, but it didn't transcend on onto the telecast gotcha. you know like I remember, like when naomi's entrance the place went nuts you don't like, you hear them go go crazy but not like loud i'm like yeah in, in, in person the place went ballistic and same with jade with jade cargill making her debut like we went nuts and you know it didn't really come across that way on the peacock i don't know i, I it could be the acoustics of um for the telecast because you know every um for those of you that are listening that have been to dome stadiums the acoustics in every stadium is different right so like in houston houston's my all-time favorite Minute Maid park the acoustics are amazing because it came across on tv like when, when edge made his debut with mcintyre Lane and brock all that stuff what we had in person matched what was on the tv screen now also you also can understand how the houston Astros cheated with the trash can situation how it worked so well the acoustics traveled um, for those that follow baseball. But anyway, uh, yeah, it seems like the acoustics didn't carry on to television. But it was, it was a great show. I, well, okay, let me let me rephrase. The Women's Rumble was, was a great match. The rest of the card was okay. But it was great to be there in person and experience it all. I do think the Men's Rumble lacked a lot because it really wasn't anything special. And the, the Fatal 4-Way was a frustrating thing to watch, you know, we'll talk about the results and stuff anyway, but it was just right. frustrating to get the same old song and dance and Logan Paul versus KO just, you know, it was solid, but nothing spectacular, but it was solid. Okay. Um, so you guys said some of the names already that were, uh, that appeared or attended the Royal Rumble. There was one, one complaint I heard was there wasn't that many surprises. <laughs> uh, you could blame that on the, the top talent that they have, that they didn't really need surprises. But I also just saw an interview from Kevin Nash saying that he was invited to be one of the guests. And he turned it down because he was going to a Detroit Lions um, party. 
so he could he couldn't make it. But um, if Kevin Nash would have came out, was would that have been a big surprise? People would care about that, or what do you guys think? Me personally, I. I think I would pop. That. I ain't gonna lie. I'd be like, "Oh my god, it's Kevin Nash!" But then, in the same sense, I don't know. I don't know. Right. I, I it's for me. Kevin Nash is kind of hit or miss, I guess. My thing is, with Kevin Nash's quads have held up by the time going from the entrance way to the ring. <laughs> that's a, that was a long. Like, I'm sure you guys saw on TV how long that entrance way is. Yeah, that takes a bit. Like you need some good cardio to even make it to the ring. That is very true. So I was just shocked. I don't know if he's talking out his ass or was it really true that he was invited. He just wants to put his name out there. But um, yeah, um, let's just rewind real quick. We're talking about we talked about the last episode that Raw is going to be on Netflix. Uh, I text you guys. There's nothing boo, but I think that's big. <laughs> that's no, not- you boo it because I can chat it. That's why I boo it. Okay. Why? Why you boo it? I didn't hear that. Because I don't have it. Oh. <laughs> Amazon Prime would have made a lot more sense because more people have Amazon Prime than fucking Netflix. I, I, Sorry. I, I, I'm thinking of it more as a business. I'm sure you could borrow on somebody's Netflix account. But um, th- when things appear on Amazon, if, it's n- if, if a lot of people don't watch it or whatever, it's not like popping out. I like Netflix because it gives you like the top 10 right when you log in. And I feel like Raw is always going to be there. And people that don't watch wrestling or people who heard about wrestling are going to be like, oh, let me check this out. Because I heard The Rock is on or this Roman guy or something. So I feel like it's going to attract new fans. Um, but yeah. But anyway, that deal doesn't start to January 1st. The, U- <laughs> the USA um, contract ends September 30th. So that's three months with no TV deal. And um, WWE said they will um, announce what they're going to do for those three months. They haven't announced it yet. Um any um, clues? Me, I think it's just going to go with Peacock. I mean, it makes sense just to put it there for a few months. Even if you have to call it something other than Raw because Netflix owns the right to Raw, call it, you know, or put it on Tuesday or something. But I think it's going to go on the Peacock, in my opinion. Okay. I have, um, I actually think Raymond's right. I think Peacock will get it. However, I think there's a second option. I think the CW gets it for a couple of Hmm. And I say that because they're getting NXT. Gotcha. The, the, uh, and just to give it a little deal, we get broadcast television for a couple months, and it helps bring more eyes to CW going into the NXT deal. And it'll also ease the pain of, because you're going from cable to broadcast and to Netflix, it eases the pain a little bit for people. The NXT deal, is that October if I'm correct or no? I believe it's October, so it would line okay. up perfectly. Gotcha. Okay. And two nights a week of the CW. We all know the CW's got a lot of horse crap on there. It's not a lot of good stuff. But they got, they got NWA starting next week. New episodes. But it's on the app only, right? Yeah, only on the app. I've been watching the old ones. I'm um, I'm not too thrilled with it, but it's 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 wrestling. What do you mean you're not too thrilled? I'm still getting used of the the audience. It's, have well, you, let me ask you, what's yeah. the old episode you're watching? When are they from? What what happened? When are they from, the episodes you're watching? Like what year? Um, I think last year. Oh, that's why. E- yeah, e- the new, the newer, the newer th- one isn't that great. EC3 is a champion. So, oh, yeah, okay, definitely last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, NWA, back when when Cornette was, was on commentary, before he got 
chastise for his Ethiopia comment. Like before pre-pandemic, that was peak NWA. I hope they're able to get back to somewhat like that was on the CW. Give them a little life. Well, I know for the the brand new show, which I think is February eighth, if I'm correct, I think it's it's going to be EC three uh, versus Macadona in a Ultimate Deathmatch, which I'm kind of shocked that that's going to be on on TV or on the app or whatever. But on an app, it ain't going to be on TV. If it was yeah. on broadcast television, I'd be like, oh my god, on an app, you know, <laughs> it's different. So I think that's yeah. going to be the premiere show. And then every week it's supposed to be a brand new show starting next week. But yeah, I'll check it out. Um, so let's go back to the Rumble. But before we go to the Rumble, we're not, um, we don't have our head up our ass. There's other stuff going on. I just briefly wanted to talk about it before people say, oh, we don't know what we're talking about. There's a big lawsuit. <laughs> There's a big lawsuit going on against Vince McMahon. It's very bad for Vince and I guess anything that's around him. So he has resigned from WWE. He has no connections with them. Um, if you're really interested in what's going on, it's like I said, it's really bad. I would prefer if you guys want to check out Yahoo News or CNN or whatever, and they'll give you all the details you need. But um, we're not going to go into details. <laughs> I, I I think I think that deserves a whole brand new episode, and it just takes us away from wrestling. And, um, I mean, this is technically wrestling. I mean, he did name his uh, certain toys after wrestlers. It doesn't count. He did. We can have a conversation about the toys if you want. If, if that makes you happy. I mean, what he Listen, did was... Let me it, something, right? We, I read through all this stuff. I just want to briefly just brush upon it. Because I, as you said, yes, it would take an entire episode to really go through all Because it's just so much to, to take in. Pun intended. Yes. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, um, none of this actually surprises me. Because all the stuff Vince did over the years with Trish barking like a dog. Um, you know, the crazy stuff with him and Stephanie over the years. And this weird obsession with, like, all the women having to make out with him. And all these different things. Like, I, it doesn't surprise me. Uh, it is surprising though a couple of the acts which I'm not going to get into just because we are trying to not scare away people um, <laughs> but if you want to really go into what Vince did uh, you can read um, well not Wall Street Journal Wall Street Journal is kind of a crappy job but a few different websites Yahoo News as Hector said whatever they go into a lot of detail you see the text messages and you kind of understand why Vince did certain things and he is very interesting i guess is the word uh interests yeah so to speak what he likes <laughs> uh yeah so <laughs> i think what we can't talk about um brock lesnar was also somehow connected to it and that was one of the reasons why we didn't get to see him at the royal rumble and we might not get our dream match with um gupta and brock well i have a question both you guys real quick yes it's a two-parter a does brock lesnar ever wrestle again for WWE? And B, do you think because obviously Vince McMahon is never going to be on at this point? How old he is, never going to be on TV again. I'm pretty confident of that. Yeah. Whatever. Do you think that outside of the future Netflix documentary, which you know is now going to have way more juice to it, and it's going to be probably multiple parts, all that stuff, do you think that Vince McMahon's name gets completely erased from everything going forward now under the TKO banner? So it's a two part question: the Brock Lesnar question and that question. Um. I'll go first. I'm sorry, wait a minute. Um, That's all right, I think I, it's sad to say, because I'm a big fan, I think we're done with Brock. I, and I, I think he's done. 
Because this hurts him, I think, more than anybody. Because I know uh, Vince McMahon is a a, million, a billionaire, president, and everything. But he he's not with his wife anymore or anything. So he's a single man, and this is all his news that's coming out. Brock has a family. And you basically, all the messages that came out, I think what hurt him, his image, his wife, his daughter. I'm sure his daughter's getting harassed right now, who's in college. So I, I think it affects him more. And since he likes to be alone in the woods and everything, I think we don't see Brock ever again. <laughs> he stays in the woods. Uh, Raymond, you want to jump on that topic? or? Yeah, I mean, with Brock, uh, will he ever come back? I think he would. Because you remember, I know a lot of people are jumping down Vince's throat and Brock's throat, but uh, in the court of law, you're innocent to proven guilty. So uh, they may just do like they did last time, wait for it to blow over. And then I think fans got a short-term memory and he'll be back. Well, like I said, I don't want to get too much into it, but as nothing about being proven, I mean, there's text messages of them both going back and forth. So it's... It, I mean, I don't think Brock is going to court. He doesn't have to fight anything. It was just... Remember, Brock's name was never actually specifically mentioned. It's just alluded to. Remember that. Okay. So, anyway, like I said, it's a tough image. And I I can imagine how anyone's being treated on the side about it. Anyway, it's a horrible thing. And I I guess we're moving on. But your second question was... Vince. Does Vince McMahon... Does he get... Now with this TKO era that we're in, this okay. TKO now owns WWE, whatever. Does Vince McMahon get completely erased from everything? Like, obviously, the Hall of Fame, you never want to be in the Hall of Fame anyway. But not even counting that, like, no Hall of Fame, not even mentioning anything anymore. Do you think he gets completely removed from everything? If indeed, this stuff. It's crazy. I, I don't want to say it's true because, like, I don't know. We don't. It looks like the evidence is there, but again, yeah. I don't want. It's going to be proven guilty. But if it all goes down the worst possible scenario, do we ever see Vince anywhere ever again in like record books or mentions? I think it's crazy because with everything that's being said and what evidence or whatever is out there, the, to bring up his name, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, he has one of the he he makes that decision. He's part of the the group that's going to make that decision. He's very close friends friends with Vince. So does that mean anything, or is this strictly business and everything? Uh, I think they keep their 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 name away from Vince as much as possible. Um, I don't know if they try to fight to stop that Netflix now to come out because you don't want it to come out at the same time as you're promoting Raw on Netflix, and now you have this, and it's connected. WWE Chairman and WWE Raw. When you hit the search button, that's what's going to pop up now. Do you want to be connected to that? So. Um, yeah, I, like I said, I don't think I think Vince gets the Chris Benoit treatment, and I'm not sure what happens with that um, special on him now. Raymond, yeah, uh, Vince. I mean, you can't really talk about WWE history uh, without talking about Vince. Will he be discussed heavily on any show? No. Um, will they mention him like on a regular basis? Probably not. Um, but I think that like, you can't have a conversation about you know WWE without talking about Vince McMahon because he's the one that has got it where it's at. So I think we'll hear the name of Vince McMahon, but not as we used to. Yeah, I think if if they if they can, it will be like the McMahons or something. I don't think they will have to say Vince or and I, they, there were settings on some merch and they took it off, so there's no Vince McMahon uh, merch. So yeah, 
we'll, we'll see what happens after a couple of months or years pass by. Raymond, I mean, Mark, do you have thoughts for your questions or? Um, I think we do see Brock down the road. Okay. I think Brock gets like retirement match or whatever, because again, Brock's name is not mentioned. You know, it just alludes to him based on the time period. I do say that Brock. I, it's not as bad for I, I'm not not trying to put anything as right. oh my god, like it's not nowhere anything near what Vince did. It's just it, it's. Vince is the one that that's in the hot water, really. Because remember, if, if Vince is negotiating that for Brock or whatever, if it's consensual that she wants to do, like, I don't want to go into yeah. the whole legal yeah. and stuff. And apparently, Brock's got some, got a fetish that I just found hysterical. But um, yeah. you know, but anyway, <laughs> I I think it's way easier for Brock to come back for like one more run. Yeah, no. I'm oh, sorry. No, I, I I agree with you with that. I just I just feel like since he's supposed to be happily married and the these text messages happened while he was married, it causes a lot of more problems. And are you embarrassed now because you did that behind your wife's back, and your fetish came out? And I'm, I can imagine that once again, like I said, the daughter getting harassed, which I think the daughter could um defend herself probably well. But um, yeah, <laughs> it's it's just embarrassing. Do you want to show your face? Maybe after a couple of years, you want to think maybe it, 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 you know, people forgot about it. But I mean, Brock ain't young; he was getting close to his retirement anyway. So a year or two off might just keep him off for good. Well, let, let's remember, they live in the woods. Yeah. It's possible that Sable still has no idea this even happened. <laughs> I just want to point this out. With no internet, and this, it's quite possible. I, I just want to point that out. We, no one's even seen her in years. She may be like, you know. Like no nowhere even be found. So you never know. She might not even know about this even happened. The daughter found out and she called her mom and told her. What they what they do use telegraph? I mean, like <laughs> I don't even think they have phones there. Remember, like the, the whole interview with oh, and Heyman said about Brock that Brock had to drop like fifteen minutes in the nearest phone. Yeah. I'm surprised that Brock has the phone in their lock and key, so she'll never find out. But <laughs> um, uh, the sad part is I'm not even totally kidding about that. It's quite no. possible. Yeah. Brock Lesnar, who you tell him no. Uh, but uh, in terms of the Vince one, just to answer my my question, Vince, ah, man, it's so tough because Vince is the most important figure in the history of sports entertainment. You know, people can argue Hogan, Stone Cold, but there's no Vince McMahon. You know, buying, getting a company from his father, taking the gamble, going after other territories, being the juggernaut that he was, taking a gamble on WrestleMania one, and. You know, bringing Muhammad Ali and um. Oh my God! What's his name? Um, the freaking the guy with the the the, 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 the rock cats. Um, oh my God! Come on, come on, come on! I know this. Uh, anyway, all, all the celebrities and stuff. Um, what was that? I forgot his name. I'm sorry, I know you're talking about. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about when they showed the vignettes and stuff like yeah. that. And you know, rock and wrestling with uh, Cindy Lauper and all all this stuff. Vince McMahon is the is the re- reason why wrestling is what it is. Today. Wrestling when possible could maybe not even exist. It's, it's not Hulk Hogan, McMahon, huh? It's not Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan doesn't exist without Vince McMahon. Oh, but that's not. I remember that. that not, so what Steve Austin doesn't know Vince McMahon. If you ask Hulk Hogan that, he'll tell you something different. But. Well, you know what? <laughs> Hulk Hogan can keep running wild, but again, Vince McMahon's idea for Hulkamania. So once again, uh, Vince McMahon. If, if, if there was no Vince McMahon and it's Vince McSenior or Jerry Jarrett, you think Jerry Jarrett was coming up with Hulkamania? 
I, I can go through my Bruce Pritchard, uh, Jerry Jarrett impression of the chicken salad thing, but you know, I, I let the left to do that to Bruce and Conrad. Liberace. Just answer your question, Liberace. Liberace. Thank Liberace. you. Yes, Liberace. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. I appreciate it. Yeah. So guys like that, Vince McMahon himself put this together. And if there's no Vince, there's no WWE the way it is today. So Vince is the most important figure. Okay. You can't erase everything, but I think as Raymond said, you're just gonna they very limited mention. Yeah. It's very limited when they need to. And he's never gonna be in the Hall of Fame at this rate. You know, he's almost going to, as Bischoff said in his uh, podcast, he's almost in the Benoit territory. I mean, yeah. Benoit killed people. A little yeah. different. But I get the comparison of opens. Well, if this is true, you know, it's a pretty fucked up situation. Yes. So I think Vince will just be briefly mentioned only when they need to mention. Yeah. I I, I, I think, like what, what I said earlier, they could, they could always say the McMahons. The McMahons used to run the business, or McMahons at that. They don't have to exactly point out the exact McMahon that did it. But um, all right, so let's go into the women's um Royal Rumble. A few surprises. Um, Mommy wasn't in it. Damn it. Well, no, she, she was sitting back watching it. Um, from feedback from what I've seen, heard, read, um, everyone liked supposedly the women's better. Um, let's start it off. We, it starts off with a big surprise as Naomi comes back. She's number two. She starts it off with, with Natalia. Um, feedbacks, guys. It was a, a bit, like I said, a few surprises for, the, and and it was a pretty good rumble for the women's. I thought it was a um, a great entrance. Um, weren't surprised. I was surprised that she was actually that early in it. I thought they were going to kind of build it up, but I, I think it was a good way to. Uh, get her out there right away so people can start with that excitement. Like, oh my God, that's a surprise. Here we go. So I thought it was good. Yeah, I mean, giving her the, the entrance at number two gave her the time to do her thing, you know, with the lights and exactly. the dancing and all that shit and to get the reaction. And it, it was a good spot. It also gave her, I mean, she lasted to what, the final six, right? Almost a year. Yeah, it was a good hour that she pretty much lasted in that match. That's. Pretty solid of a return. Remember, the Royal Rumble, you have a couple of goals in mind. There's always the three key things that you have in a Royal Rumble. Sorry, four key things in a Royal Rumble match. Number one is for the winner. You're obviously, the winner to go on to WrestleMania, whatever. You're getting your 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 championship match. Number two is to build other like newcomers, like rookies and stuff. I give them a chance. Like we'll talk about Braun Breaker and his impressive performance in a bit. You know, give somebody the opportunity to show off. Like, oh, man, this is a new, new guy. Oh, I like this guy. I, this guy can be really good. Like, Roxanne Perez did pretty solid. And her, yeah. You know, she you know, didn't stick out that much, but he, she was solid. Um, the number three thing is setting up WrestleMania feud. There's always one or two things that happen in the Rumble that lead to a Mania match. Um, perfect example, Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle, 2005 Rumble. You know, Shawn Michaels eliminates Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle goes nuts after it was doing so good. Attacks Shawn Michaels. There's your WrestleMania match. So you want to always set something. So there could be a possibility of Jay Cargill versus Nia Jax. Or, you know, other things that could be in there. And the final thing is when you're bringing somebody back, somebody that's back into the fold, you want to make them look as strong as possible. Or a newcomer that's, like, not coming up, not, not a rookie, but, like, a newcomer, like a new signing, whatever. You want to make them look as strong as possible. So people go, you know what? That person's a player. Those, those, are your, those are your big four when it comes to uh, booking a rumble. Yeah, so so we had the big 
finally the big debut of Jay Cargo. I thought she did great. Um, I, I I text you guys a few times on TV. I don't know if you, if you got to see it, Mark, since you said you watched it again on TV for the first time. I feel like um, Becky carried Jay, even though Jay looked great. But if you every chance you get, she's basically her ear is on on Becky's mouth, and Becky's basically giving her all the tips of what to do. So I don't know if she needs yeah, that I, in future I matches. That. Yeah, there was a lot, and a lot of it was like obvious. Like, like there was parts where they shouldn't even been next to each other, and Becky was in her ear. So I mean, she's she's still new and all of that. Just imagine if she looked that good with that help. Imagine when she doesn't need the help and she's a general in that ring. So I'm really finally looking forward to see what they have in store for Jay Carver. Um, Wait, it's good time. You know, and especially since we know that you didn't necessarily get the most proper training in AEW. Yeah. So, Raymond? So, with Jade, um, I didn't get to watch back. I, I kind of, like, watched it, but not pretty watched it. So, I said, though, I just wanted to see the surprise and the reaction of the people. Um, I think uh, Jade is going to be great. I don't know. I know she's still, like you guys already mentioned, uh, maybe behind the eight ball a little bit, but I, as you just said already, it, once she gets her feet wet and she gets kind of that confidence built, yeah, she's going to be a force. And I hope for me that uh, since we may not get Lesnar versus um, Guther, we're going to get Jade versus Bianca be my choice. When they did their face off, I felt like it was like two superheroes. It, it was an amazing face off. I was excited for it. Um, I'm still against if they face. We talked about this before. If they face each other at Mania, if Bianca loses, but we'll see. I think she fights. Probably- is there? I'm I'm sorry to interrupt you. The key thing is black excellence, right? Mm-hmm. These are two amazing looking athletes. This is so anticipated. After seeing that stare down, yeah. I haven't said uh, Jade and. Uh, Naya before, but you're right. Jade Bianca, my God, if that's Jade's first big match, that's a moneymaker. And these are two black athletes. Black female athletes, no less. That is monstrous. In the, especially in this, in, this, in this day and age. Monstrous. Yeah, I thought maybe they would go with the Jade and, and Nia Jax. And, but, um, yeah, I... For for being WrestleMania and they might be lacking some talent finally, uh, I can see them going with the Bianca and Jade. Uh, hopefully, we'll see something on SmackDown because Jade was not on Raw. But let's go to the winner. Um, I think we all predicted this. Um, Bailey wins her first Royal Rumble, and on Friday SmackDown she will announce who she will um, be defending or fighting at um, WrestleMania. Is it confirmed she's doing it on SmackDown? Uh, she, she said she, she said it on Raw. So I mean, anything could change. But she said on on Raw when Nia Jack was in her face, she said that she's um, going to announce on Friday SmackDown who she's challenging. So let me ask you this because you guys were very confident that it was the Becky May on win the Rumble and then um, challenge Rhea Ripley. It'll be her way in uh, with Nia Jax. Is it going to be Nia Jax? You think because what she's doing to read, or that's just building up for the elimination chamber, yeah. and then we find Becky in the I, match later. I still see, in, in my opinion, I still see WrestleMania being um, 
Mommy in a triple threat against Nia Jackson Becky. So I see, uh, my, like I said, um, Mommy and Nia Jax fight the Elimination Chamber. Something happens, and we just keep on getting this trilogy of these three um, fighting with each other until they make it a triple threat. Just my opinion of what I think might happen. Yeah, I'm starting to go that way now. So I, the Elimination Chamber, that's the big reason why everything's the way it is. Um, I think we're, I, I knew that, remember I said that I was going to, I was picking Bailey to win. I, that was on record, Bailey to win the Rumble. Becky is the, the ideal choice for Rhea, but I think Nia got so much heat. Yeah. In that Rumble match. And so much heat in general. I think it, it, it you have to throw her into a triple threat. It gives Rhea an actual, like a legitimate a threat to her title. Yeah, and if and if mommy loses the title, it's a great way to lose it. No one basically beats a queen. Mommy's never losing. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> well, Raymond, I mean, if she doesn't get pinned, if Nia Jax, for example, pins Becky Lynch, she wins the title, and mommy doesn't lose, doesn't get pinned. Yeah, and then she could go the next day and complain. Off of her, mommy's never, never losing that title. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving to the men's morning room. All right, Mr. Delusional. <laughs> um, we, we got the the big return of Andrade. I was excited for that. I don't know how how did you guys feel about it, or did the arena really pop for it, or what? No, they popped over there, and I was excited, you know, to have him back. Yeah. Um, I, I hope that they do use him correctly because I feel like sometimes. Because uh, I feel like WWE is also growing the talent and bringing people that they really want back. But I also know that in the long run, kind of like AEW for a moment here, they brought a whole bunch of people in they're, and they're great people. But then all of a sudden they're sitting backstage and the same thing they were doing on Monday Night Raw. So what they, what, what's the difference? But I'm hoping that they actually do something with them and fit them in a good story. Not in the LWO or the other one that they have going on. Right. Well, he's on Raw. So that's not you don't have to worry the LWO storyline, but let's be honest. What does Andrade do outside of maybe challenging Gunther for the IC title? What storylines do you have for him? And this is what I was thinking about when he debuted, and once they said he's going to be on Raw, yeah. SmackDown, you're going to have him against Santos Escobar, maybe against Theory, but they were former tag team uh, tag team with each other. There was a few a few things that you, that you could you know go yeah. with. He fits, but, he fits perfect right in between all of that. Yeah, but on Raw, what does he do? Yeah, that I don't know. And I'm assuming Charlotte's going to get somehow drafted to Raw. But yeah, I mean, the only thing he could do is, is whoever's the Intercontinental in the next month or two. He could go after that. But um, besides that, besides Adrade, there was no real big surprises besides number 30, the big return of Sami Zayn. Um, I I have to say I was a little upset. I I like Sami Zayn and everything. I just was expecting number thirty to be a a bigger pop, a bigger star, bigger talent than Sami Zayn. Was well, messed up. <laughs> I forgot he was even out injured. Huh? I forgot he was even out injured. Yeah, I, I mean he was doing a couple of the house shows, so that that's why I felt like he wasn't injured. Also, the last two house shows I went to, he was there, so. Yeah, that's how he had the garden show. He was on that, and that's yeah. why I was like, they just kept him off the of TV. So, so that was his big return. 
So, yeah. Um, the Royal Rumble winner, two times in a row, Cody Rhodes. As soon as he won, he pointed towards Roman Reigns and said he's challenging Roman. But before that, we had a bad accident, supposedly. Uh, CM Punk gets injured and hurts or tears his tricep into two places. And he is no longer going to be at WrestleMania. Supposedly, that when that, when that happened, he spoke to the referee and they changed the ending because they said Punk was going to win, but that's, those are all just rumors. But um, now... I know you cried. <laughs> the Monday morning, I was shocked. And now I, I, I'm staying quiet. It's whatever it was. Um, he did cut a great promo and got attacked by Drew, which I didn't see that happen either. But because of... Like I said, this is something I read in so far on two different sites. They're saying with Cody, um, sorry, CM Punk getting injured towards the the middle of the, the rumble, he lasted the whole entire rumble with supposedly a torn tricep. Then he goes to the next day, does a promo with Drew, and hits Drew twice with his elbow. So now people are saying that it's a part of a story. But would you, would he sacrifice the main event for another story? I don't see that happening either. No, no, no. I think he was just on so much pain meds and stuff. He just didn't care. Yeah, because like I said, he, he basically had a one on a one on one match with Cody at the end of the Royal Rumble, and he he did that with a torn tricep, and then he hit Drew twice. Um, I had a little accident last week, and I, I hurt my shoulder. I can't lift my shoulder. So to say that he tore his tricep and he's able to have a whole match with Cody and then the following day punch or hit um, Drew twice with it, it's it's an amazing thing. So maybe he needs more credit or it's part of this non-sanctioned, no-DQ match at WrestleMania against Drew. I mean, Hector, with all due respect to you, you're not CM Punk. And, <laughs> and, and, no, and, and no disrespect, CM Punk ain't me. So... Ah, ah. <laughs> I, 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 not, not to I, CM Punk is a runner. I, I'm, I'm more considered more of a bodybuilder, weightlifter. So yeah, so me and him are way different. But so I heard from one of, from one of my sources that I, so I had messaged a few people. I messaged you guys because I was like, I messaged a few people, maybe about five six hours before the news broke. I knew about the punk thing that that happened. My guy told me. Again, who knows if it's true, he actually was hurt prior to the Rumble. He heard it while training. And he tried giving it a go through to see, and he actually made it worse. Yeah. So, it's different don't story. know how true I, that is. I just feel like it's 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 a tough thing to, to like I said, to go through it. I don't know. But um, I, I, I like the whole thing of him still being a mania and having a non-sanctioned match. But with, to give up the big uh, main event spot is what I was... Um, was thinking about that makes no sense, but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Raymond, any thoughts on that? Or, um, I mean, with the whole CM Punk situation, um, I was kind of curious, like, because I was wondering, like, is he was he really supposed to win? Was it always going to be Cody? Because uh, you know, the way we had everything mapped out prior to Royal Rumble, it was going to be Roman versus Rock, some way, somehow, and then uh, CM Punk versus uh, Seth. But then that got all upside down, and it's like, 
are we even going to get The Rock versus Roman? Are we going to get this and that? So, um, as far as CM Punk and storyline, I unless he's a really good actor and his promo for Monday where he was getting all emotional, yeah, maybe he used the cancer storyline to get him there. Um, unless that was like again a really good actor, I, I don't think we're going to see him at the okay. WrestleMania this yeah, year. That was one of the, his best promos ever, and it's usually the the real ones that that affect everybody. Um, from there, where are we going? Uh, let's talk about Cody's promo with Seth Rollins interrupting him. Raymond? So, I that, for me, when they did that whole promo, it, it came off to me as, pick me because we need to make this title relevant because, as they quoted, the other title is a Hollywood title. Yeah. Um, so it was a great promo. Don't get me wrong. Everything he said resonated. And I know Mark is going to talk more about it in a second. So I'll leave that for him. It did resonate. But for me, it came off as a little bit as a pick this title because we want to do something else with Roman versus. So they don't want to do Cody versus Roman because then if Roman loses, they're going to expect Cody to win. And to avoid that disappointment again. Roman is not going to get Cody. That's what I'm seeing right now. Yeah, I felt the same way. Real quick, the beginning, I was like, oh, this sounds very cheesy. Like, pick me, pick me. But then the more you, you listen to the promo, it was like, damn, everything he's saying does make sense. So I could see him picking Seth. But I also heard this was just like a tease or for a backup plan in case they can't get The Rock. Cause supposedly they're going back and forth with, with The Rock. But like these are all speculations, just rumors. But um, what are your thoughts, Mark? Oh, this is 100% just as a, as a, as a fail-safe in case The Rock ends up not not end up being there. Because now you lost Punk. Yes. And that's a huge blog here. Anybody says that literally just ruined your night one main event. But it actually, I know it sounds ridiculous, it actually just gave them a, a, a cop-out. <laughs> a good, a good way. Because with The Rock being in the picture... If Cody would have faced Randy, right? Cody would have faced Randy Orton. Do, you know, what title, non-title, whatever, probably would have been non-title. Because remember, we were talking about that. That was probably yeah. what the direction he was going to go. If, if, if Punk wins the Rumble and you have Rock, Roman, whatever. But now you don't have to delay Cody finishing the story. You can have Cody finish the story, even though, which I've argued for months and months, Cody finishing the story is beating Roman. But the way Seth Rollins cut that promo calling it the Hollywood title, those little digs, it's going to be Rock and Roman in night two, and it's going to be Cody and Seth. I think it's going to be Cody and Seth night one now. I think they made changes. I don't think they're ready for Gunther to be in that spot because Gunther's really the only other person that right. fit that role against Seth right now. I I, I can see Cody going for, for, for Seth if, if definitely The Rock is coming back, and I think it doesn't end the story. I think it's a whole brand new story. And I think if you watch, did you guys watch the press conference? I didn't. I saw some of it, but I didn't watch it. Okay, so I'll, I'll briefly talk about that. But I think it started there, and Seth said it all, at basically added the cherry on the top. Uh, first of all, Cody on the press conference says that he saw all the memes basically making fun of him because the, so basically The Rock is coming back, and he didn't appreciate it and all that because he's the guy. He's always been the guy, and he's the guy. So basically, like, um, support him and only him because he's not going nowhere. 
But he also said that lately he hasn't been thinking about his dad that much. That he thinks more about his wife, his kids, and his mom. So basically now he's doing things for them. He's not doing things for his dad. That like put like a little light bulb. Like this doesn't sound like he's going after the story no more. Or trying to end the story. And then um, Seth also said it too. Basically you're not doing this for your dad. If you fight for this title or whatever, it's mostly for you. So I, I, this is a brand new story of just him just winning a title. And maybe two years or a year, whatever it takes, he fights for that other title, whoever's the champion. If it's still Roman or whoever it is. But, yeah. I, I My only concern with this is, because I was listening to the, um, I forgot the Series X name of that show. But, I, yeah, they were basically saying that, you know, that there's a story there that they have Seth versus Cody from last year. They had three matches. Cody wins. Uh, Seth never beats Cody, and they can build on that story alone. So I was like, all right, that makes sense. My only concern for Seth is if Seth loses again to Cody at WrestleMania for match four, which that would have to be the case for him to win, uh, that hurts Seth later on. Like, yeah, yes, he goes out because he needs you know, to heal, but then, that, then Cody loses. So either way, it's a lose-lose, not a win-win for either person. Well, I think and that's my only concern with that match. I think we're definitely seeing Seth lose unless he wins and loses on Monday. But I definitely see he loses and he finally gets his surgery or his rest to heal his back and his knee and all that. Um, I don't think it hurts him because he's also um undefeated against Roman. Roman does not have a win against Seth Rollins. So and I don't think we can't we're following the win loss record here. That's on that's in the other company. Um W thing. <laughs> Jacksonville thing. It's a Jacksonville thing? We haven't talked about them lately. Why? I mean we could talk about what them. What are they gonna talk about? We'll we'll, we'll get into that later. <laughs> um so what I was saying Seth Rollins can lose, come back. Whenever he he's one hundred percent healthy and and get a win over Cody. I mean, I don't see Seth and Cody's career any career ending anytime soon. So Seth could always get a win when he comes back with his big return. So if that's the way we're going with Cody versus Seth. I say Cody definitely wins and raises that title and and doesn't end the story, but starts a brand new story. And and we we'll go with that. Um, and you guys want to add any other stuff that happened on Raw or anything? Mommy was on. I love mommy. Yeah, she was on. Right. Right. Anyway. And she got her ass kicked. <laughs> now, now an right. actual um, proper comment to that question. Um, R-Truth. MVP. <laughs> I'm telling you, we... Again, I, I don't know. I think Rand feels the same way. We went ballistic. How do, you, I must, how do you get a hot tag doing the Royal Rumble? That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> between Valhalla who, and of course my, I, I, I watched I watched it back so I actually didn't notice in, in, when I'm there Michael Cole going nuts for the antlers made yes. it so fun <laughs> and she, and again, she I has it the crowd, I didn't know what's happening she's wearing them she hasn't worn them in eight weeks who the fuck yeah, was I ca- swear I thought he was like nut <laughs> while he was freaking talking about who it who the hell was counting that what? Who's keeping track of that? This has been eight weeks that he, she hasn't worn them. Well, I guess Michael Cole was because 
Hey, what, what, she's coming all furious, and we're like, oh, yeah, it's whatever, it's Valhalla. All right, and I would chill out a few minutes. Our truth music hits, and he's running to the ring at full speed, and goes through the whole. I, I was, I, I literally, there was tears going on my my eyes, laughing. That's how hard I was laughing, and it was done so well because Nia Jack throws him out right away, and just the, the confused look as he's running to the ring, no less, like. What's, what is it? And then, and then he goes, are those women? I yes. In this day, the, the, to say that. that yes, that was the question. best line. When they told him this is the woman's boy <laughs> woman, you're telling me or, everyone in there are women? That was like the best. It was amazing. <laughs> God, R-Truth just always finds a way to be funny and entertaining. He's not forcing it. Just naturally funny. And then in the men's rumble, comes out and screws J.D. McDonough over. <laughs> which is... Beyond funny, it's just oh god, our truth, man, MVP. All right, guys, I that was a that was a very hilarious moment. Yes, yeah. I think we're done with the Royal Rumble and Raw news. Unless you guys want to add anything. No. no. <laughs> um, have you guys been watching AEW? Yes. Okay. Um, any any thoughts on that? I only have one thing to talk about, but I want to know if you guys have anything to talk about. All right. Um, I'll, I'll start. Um, the Sting, Darby versus Big Bill and Ricky Starks, the promo they cut yesterday was pretty damn good. I was very yeah. impressed. Um, really impressed by that. Do you, um, um, do you see, that? Do, do you see Darby turning on Sting or? Oh, no, no, come on. The, the last match will be them versus the Young Bucks for the title. They're winning the titles. Okay. Then the Young Bucks get the last match because, you know, they have to be involved in everything. Yeah. That's my That's only big. topic right now on AEW is the Young Bucks and their new um, characters. They're Vince Actors? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're corporate, whatever you want to call them. The, the, don't, don't be real dicks. Uh, they're just being themselves, huh? <laughs> uh, hey, when, when you are able to like be real in front of the camera... That's the best stuff. Those are the best characters. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm interested in the, the Sting thing. I, but I just feel like Darby Allen's trying so hard to protect Sting that I can feel like he's, he'll turn on him. But, I mean, you don't want to see Sting go out that way either. But is, is that a bad acting or he's turning on him? So there's only one way that happens. If Revolution really isn't his final match. Because Darby turned like you know what, even though it, it would really screw the people over to buying those tickets, like exactly. <laughs> you Darby, I put you under my wing. I'm gonna make sure, and you know, then Darby beats him one on one is like the real passing of the torch. I think that that could be, um, where it goes. Yeah, because you saw um the young bucks said they were trying to contact him, and they they feel like they could do a a, a trio match all together group. And that they need to get rid of Sting because he's the old guy, and they've been texting him, and he's not answering back. So I was like, this is all just seems a little weird. But then again, yeah. it's the Young Bucks. I'm trying to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um. Besides that, I mean, just it's sad to say, there's no, nothing much to talk about on AEW so far. The CML guys attacking Mox. Uh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for the neck beers, they enjoyed it. You know, I can't, can't, I totally ignore it. Yeah, I, I said I watch Black and Murphy, and when they come to WWE, there's really not that much for me to watch. 
I hope AEW finds a way to. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, tech, oh, Raymond, go, go, go. I'll, I'll finish. No, no. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say. I hope they find a way to kind of make AEW interesting because I I know some diehards that I was talking to that I went to with at the Royal Rumble, and they were like, "Yeah, it kind of fell off. Yeah. I don't really watch like that." And I'm like. If they're not watching like that, they have no. problems. I, I I consider myself a diehard AEW fan, and I I, I don't miss it. I, I watch every episode, but it, lately it's very hard to watch. It's just not interesting. So, I don't know. I, I don't even... Right now, Samoa Joe's a champion. I'm happy that he won the title. But even that story is just a little... There's just so much going on. Just give me an opponent for him already, and that's it. If it's going to be a triple threat with... Um, Swerve and Hangman, fine. Just, just give me something. Yeah, hopefully, I don't know. I just hope that they can pick up the story because they need to start doing something. Got it. Um, I think that's a wrap, guys. Is it? Uh, uh, yeah, unless you guys want to add something else. I, I'm on my side. I'm done. I got no more notes. Well, I got a question for you guys. Shoot. So. We've noticed we got a hit. Seth Rollins injured, CM Punk injured. We're getting a decent amount of injuries. Guys are getting hurt. Does this bring back a flashback to WrestleMania 32 when they had a pivot to Triple H versus Roman for the title? Remember how that all started going crazy because Rollins got hurt and right. So does it give you like those type of the vibes? Like wow, it's almost like because remember WrestleMania 32 for Dallas, biggest WrestleMania ever in terms of attendance. So much hype behind it, and it really the card was pretty depleted. WrestleMania 40, it's a milestone. Seems like the same like history is repeating itself to a degree. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if it's repeating exactly, but I feel like if there's one more big injury, they might as well cancel Mania. Like, it, it, one more, one more big injury, and you're gonna have to make a lot of phone calls and like try to bring back Austin Cena, um, The Rock definitely bring Hulk into guest um, host. I mean, you're gonna need you're gonna need all the big names if you lose one more top talent. Like, God forbid if you lose Cody. Like, and you can't control this. I mean, you want to say people want to say it's it's rehearsed, it's fake, whatever. Nobody would be getting injured if it was completely fake. So, yeah, one more big injury, and I don't know what happens. But um, I, I don't know. So let me ask you this last question, kind of going over Mark's question. WrestleMania, is it going to be weaker, a weaker card because, you know, maybe The Rock is not going to show up, uh, CM Punk may not show up, uh, well, he's not going to show up, I mean, I'm going to say may, he will not show up. Um, so it becomes a lesser mania? Yeah, I, um, if The Rock doesn't, uh, put it this way, The Rock, I feel like The Rock's going to be there one way or another, and he's going to guest host. Or he's going to fight um, Roman. Let's take him out the picture if he's not fighting Roman. If he doesn't fight Roman, the main question is, is Roman going to lose the title? Or is he going to keep it to break Hogan's record? If he's going to keep the record, you have to keep Cody away from him. So find me an opponent for Roman that's that's important for night one or night two. And then you have no choice but to put Cody and Seth. So... If it's if it's not Cody winning the title from Roman and if it's not Rock fighting Roman, who does Roman face? Because we we talk about how this is like the most talented full roster, but right now you can't. I can't think of anybody besides Cody 
beating Roman or Rock fighting Roman? Brooklyn Brawler. Jesus. <laughs> well, here's the kind of question because I was also on that um, Busted Open podcast. They were talking about how... Don't be getting your information <laughs> from other podcasts, Raymond. I mean, I have to listen to the competition, you know what I mean? I want your thoughts. I don't want I don't I don't want bully no. bully Ray's thoughts. Well, I'm not giving his thoughts. This is my <laughs> thoughts on this, but like now see now I went on my head. Thank you, Hector. You, <laughs> oh, the crowd. So the crowd was turning, which obviously was part of the thing I was thinking about as well, but then Louie kind of was saying on it as well. The crowd was turning on the idea of Seth versus Cody. They were all like, No, no, no. If they do decide to go Cody versus Seth, right, because that's what they have to do to save Roman, yeah, does that turn off people to Mania? That's my question. A real quick scenario, I can see. Let's let, let's just go with the Seth and Cody. Cody says he wants to, he's going to start a brand new story. He cuts a great promo and he cha- he challenges Seth. I think just Cody making that decision, I think you're going to hear some boos, but I think it's okay because in my world, on SmackDown, right after the heat, Cody cuts that promo on SmackDown, Roman comes out and basically is celebrating that he has a free ride. He doesn't have to fight anybody. No one's challenging him. He doesn't need anybody. And that's when The Rock shows up. And everyone's going to forget about everything and be excited. If that doesn't happen, mm-hmm. like I said... Let's rewind and go back to the, the question I was saying. Rock is only going to co-host WrestleMania, and Cody's going to fight um, Seth. Besides the Brooklyn Brawler, who faces Roman? Uh, that's go? a question I'm, like, I'm trying to figure out, too, because you think about it, too. If The Rock is not fighting Roman, who fights Roman, then? Yeah, well, I just said that, Raymond. I know, but I'm so saying wait, like, so not, not only are you stealing ideas from, from from other podcasts, you're stealing my idea now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, it's such a great idea. I had to steal it. But no, I'm saying like... I, Flattery will get you nowhere. Like, yeah, I mean, do you go back to another Civil War and give him Jay? Um, I mean, I don't... I was going to say, we talked about so much. This roster is so talented and, and full. This is the most talent they've ever had. But you, I can't think of anybody to fight Roman. A Braun Breaker? Mm-hmm. Shoot, shoot him to the moon? Because I don't know. Mm-hmm. Roman or Cody. That's it. There is nobody else. <laughs> there is no other way, other ways to go about this. You, you, you don't have it. And, and, the, and the one thing I'm putting for the, the thinking now, Roman, I'm, I'm still, my, my money's on Co- Cody actually facing Seth instead. He's going to take foot at the heart and say, you know what? Roman, I'm just going to be there another time. I think... We could get Cody being the one to dethrone Roman at a later date, right? In between that and this, I think Roman's going to break Hogan's record. They're, they're doing this on purpose. Yeah. So, especially who faces Roman after he beats The Rock, is he going to go on a six month vacation? Who? I'm sorry. Who? Roman. He's going to be. I think yeah. it's Roman Rock, and Roman beats Rock. What yeah. does he do for a couple months? Who else is there to face? Who does he face after that? Who faces him for the title? Look at the SmackDown roster. I mean, he he, go, he of, everyone that he huh? fought in the four way, he could fight them one on one. They could say they won a one on one match. Randy Orton one on one. I think that but would be a great match. Regurgitating shit at this point, huh? But you're regurgitating shit at this point. Yeah, I know, but I mean, we we right. I I I, I, I want to see the the Randy. 
I want to say the Randy fight, one-on-one. LA Knight deserves a rematch. He keeps up. Every time he gets very close, it's interference. Yeah, and then they both lose again. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying, those are the people you have. Braun Breaker is, is signed to SmackDown. You have some new fresh meat there. Or give me, like, Bobby Lashley or Carmelo Haynes. Give me some, you know what I mean? Like, those would at least... Or, hell, give me Karrion Cross so I can freaking finally see him in a freaking world title match. And have the Final Testament feud with the bloodline. Like, to me, that that would be great. I don't know if they'll ever book it, but I'd love yeah. it. I mean, they, they, had, they had the time. So, I mean... I can see him eventually fighting all these all these people, but I can see one on one matches again with Ali Knight, AJ, Randy, uh, Cross, Bobby Lashley. Uh, I don't want to see him fight Kevin Owens again. I saw that enough. But um, I think if they had to go with like a Plan B and no Rock, I mean sorry, yeah, no Rock and no Cody, it, it, it's going to be Randy. Randy? He's the only one that can fill that shoe. I don't know. I I, I I just said it. I want to see that match. I don't know if I want to see it for WrestleMania. But I wouldn't want to see it for WrestleMania. I mean, it's I don't I, for me. I don't think it's a quote big match. Yeah, it's a typical one that you can watch on a SmackDown type of thing. Yeah, but um, I'll take that as for yeah, backlash uh, or something. But yeah. So like I said, we're just here guessing and throwing our thoughts out there, which is basically what we do. But now we're kind of lost. So I think this is the perfect time. Just we end it right here. So we, so we keep on um, throwing guesses out. That's going to probably make no sense. Hopefully we get some kind of answers tomorrow on SmackDown. And so, something shows up. Somebody or thoughts. So you want to save the world, Raymond? Yes, please check out Give Kids the World on Facebook and then Mania Club where time, money, and effort does pay back. And, yeah. Mark? I'm going to pass. <laughs> you don't want to <laughs> You don't want to give a shout-out to your bowling team or anything? No. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I, I want to give out a shout-out to our audience that we still have. Hopefully. Um, Lucharitos. Uh, what else? Wrestling Universe. They have a bunch of um, sightings coming up. Check them out. Located in Queens, New York. Besides that, thank you all, everyone, for listening to us and supporting us in any way you can. Keep following. Keep listening. Thank you so much. Take care. Until next time. Goodbye.